What's up, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who have made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? And Levon Maynard. What up? What is going on? So uh, again, uh, this week is all about cybercrime, whether it pays or doesn't pay. So the past couple of days, we were talking about how the DOJ, through uh, international partners, as well as the FBI, uh, has been uh, wreaking havoc on uh, cyber criminals. So uh, Monday, we discussed how they took down a website that sold other people's credentials, which is a, a, a great thing. Uh, Tuesday, we uh, discussed how the FBI, in conjunction with uh, Australia and New Zealand partners, uh, put a app on criminals' phones, or I'm sorry, they put an app on burner phones that they uh, gave to criminals <laughs> through through whatever pipeline or channel, and then they used it to talk in plain uh, uh, vernacular about killing people and selling drugs. So it caused a lot of busts and stings and all types of raids to happen. So cr- crazy story. Uh, and then today we will be discussing how uh, sometimes it does pay. So, <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. but there's some good uh, come out of story. So uh, we have an update on the Colonial Pipeline. So CNN Politics, an article titled First on CNN, U.S. Recovers Millions in Cryptocurrency Paid to Colonial Pipeline Ransomware Hackers. Uh, it's written by Ethan Perez, Zachary Cohen, and Alex uh, M. I can't pronounce your last name, sorry. Um, but in this article... They discuss how uh, the FBI, by whatever means, we're not sure, but they basically said they followed the money. Uh, they were able to, quote unquote, own the ransomers network, and they're able to recover uh, approximately $2.3 million in Bitcoin that was paid to individuals in the uh, criminal hacking group known as Darkside. So uh, there's some crazy uh, deflation, inflation happening with Bitcoin right now. So for all we know, they may have recovered all of the money. It's only worth 2.3 million, as opposed to the 4.4 that they paid out. Um, if that's the case, then they're going to have to hold on to those coins. Hopefully it goes up. Fingers crossed myself. <laughs> I don't own any Bitcoins, but I own some, I own some altcoins. I need them to go up. I need them to go up. Right. Um, but uh, regardless, uh, they recovered uh, a sizable amount of the money, which never happens. So that's amazing. The Department of Justice is able to do that. And I think they did it through the FBI. There's a task for, uh, DOJ, DOJ task force. Uh, that the FBI is uh, a part of and they're able to get in there and do that. So FBI is all over this week's uh, news. And a couple of weeks ago, we talked about them also going in and uh, removing uh, uh, web shells from uh, private companies, uh, servers and things of that nature. So a little bit of a reach, but in this case, a little bit of a uh, uh, heroism. So, you know, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Right. So I, I think this is a, a great thing. Uh, and before we move on to the next topic, I'd like to get your guys' opinions. Yeah, so I think it's uh, um, obviously a great thing. They got their money, at least uh, part, part of their money back. I think we were joking before we started the, today's uh, episode that uh, it would have been funny if, um, you know, because it seems like they, they lost money partic- potentially from the price of the Bitcoin because um, it's been kind of dropping in the last, you know, couple of weeks here or whatever. But it would have been funny if the opposite had happened, if they recovered the Bitcoins and all of a sudden they're worth like twice as much as they paid. And all of a sudden the uh, um, Colonial Pipeline actually made money out of the the, the, uh, the hack, um, which I think would be pretty pretty hilarious. But um, 
nonetheless, um, it's awesome to see these these departments actually, uh, you know, falling through some actions to, uh, uh, you know, to to recover these funds. And I think, uh, you know, not to get too sidetracked with Bitcoin, but I think obviously we're seeing a slump in the, in, the, in that market. And I think a lot of it has to do with this this kind of situation where they were able to discover where um, this money had had gone or how you know uh, we're able to pretty much pull it back because uh, whether or not we want to say that uh, whether or not we want to say Bitcoin has been used a lot for you know uh, uh, you know uh, mis- nefarious uh, purposes ne- nefarious. yeah nefarious purposes drugs <laughs> weapons and people yeah. exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> so it's good that they uh, you know so for that reason I think that's affected the price. Uh, the market so people are like i think a lot of these people that were using it for that purpose are kind of trying to are kind of starting to discover that they can't use that without with full you know uh a non nominee uh how you say that like just they can't be and an omitity yeah and omitity anonymity yeah yeah anonymity yeah, yeah. that's right so yeah so they, <laughs> you guys teach me yeah yeah you guys help me out with my words today but uh but yeah so they they can use that i mean obviously they, they're kind of discovering that i think people are pulling the money out of that that marketplace uh so that they, uh, you know, try to find some other means to launder the money or hide it, or you know, uh, you know, they, they're probably selling it off as soon as they get it, potentially trying to sell it off before you know somebody can track it down or something like that. So I think we're seeing that affect that market, and that's kind of like, uh, you know, maybe kind of a snowball effect from things like this. So uh, it's good to see. I mean, hopefully they they keep it up. And uh, and I'm sorry for your for your your your, your your cryptocurrency, Brian. I know that you, you know, you put your life savings in that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully something, uh, hopefully this kind of continues and, um, you know, uh, we're able to uh, get these monies back and kind of, uh, kind of uh, uh, deter ransomware organizations from using, using this, um, this avenue. But you have some thoughts on it as well, Shannon, what you think? So, so I do. So um, it, it this is a success story, right? Like, like this is one of those things where it's like, yeah, this is what you like to see. You do bad, you get, you you don't necessarily profit from it, and and we like to see that, right? Kind of as as an not an incentive, but a preventative measure for them to right disincentivize them, disincentivize. That's what I'm right. Well, thank you. Um, yeah. But but the FBI, even in this article, they temper. They want you to temper expectations, right? Like this is not going to be an all the time thing. They're gonna, they're like, yes, we did fortunately make it happen this time right because there was there was speculation before that these weren't the best hackers anyway right because remember dark side was kind of like loaning their tools out to whoever was going to pay the price right, right. so they, there was talk before about these not being the most experienced hackers and maybe that was how they were able to recover and do this like maybe they didn't lock up as tight as they thought they did right because they weren't professionals the the real professionals in the game um because the real professionals were like nah we ain't going after american oil like who would do that you know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> but right but uh yeah they they want to they want to temper I want you to temper expectations on this to be like hey yes we got we we we, we um did what we were supposed to this time and it came through and it worked for us but this is not an all the time result um and i can see that right like uh you don't want people to to, to read this article and be like, all right, well, if something happens, like the FBI is going to get them every time. The Department of Justice is going to get them every time. No, it's just not the case. But uh, no, it's good. It, it's it's a good thing. I mean, that they they uh, they recovered it. You know what I mean? Because you do want to disincentivize uh, different uh, groups from doing this in the future. Right. Right. And unlike JBS, which is the right. other side of this coin, right? 
<laughs> so the Wall Street Journal has an article called JBS paid 11 million to resolve ransomware attack. Uh, so they uh, talked to the meat suppliers, uh, US chief, uh, who was like, yeah, we paid it. And it's not for the reason that we thought. Uh, so in reading the article, when you get to the, uh, the real nitty gritty of it, they were coming back up. They, uh, they, they had stopped the disruption. They were coming up off their backups. It was kind of slow, but fast enough. They were scared of retaliation. They didn't know how they got in there and they didn't know they're going to come back. So they're like, hey, we are coming back up, but here's the money. So that way you will not disrupt operations again, which we've talked about in the past companies paying and then being uh, quote unquote owned again mm-hmm. immediately after because they didn't flush them out of the network. Uh, so in this case, they're like, hey, we don't have time for that. We can't be disrupted for that long. I think they said they're the, the, uh, they supply one fifth of the nation's meat supply in Brazil, uh, as well as they they uh, also have food here in the uh, the states, uh, and they are the largest meat company by sales, processing beef, poultry, pork from Australia to South America and Europe. So they they do a lot of monies, a lot of a lot of business, which means that they have a lot of money. So eleven million might not have been that bad for them. They're like, eh, it's dropping a bucket in order to not disrupt us for days, weeks. Uh, and, you know, to on and on and on, uh, or giving a leg up on a competitor, right? Um, so they paid. Uh, this does not stop them <laughs> from attacking companies is the problem. And then if you read further down the article, it talks about the Biden administration, which uh, uh, obviously they do not want companies to pay. However, they, they have no teeth to make them not pay. And they may not have any in the future either. Uh, in the article, it says that they are reluctant to pass laws to stop these companies from paying, uh, mm-hmm. only because they it will hurt them. Uh, in the in my opinion, in the short run, but who am I? Um, but if you don't disincentivize them, they will continue to do this. So, as you saw, four point four to almost five million dollars uh, with uh, Colonial Pipeline. You got eleven million here. Uh, they said that Darkside uh, had accumulated 90 million in nine months. Uh, so it is a very lucrative business uh, as long as you don't get caught, right? Like all crime. Uh, but this one seems to be uh, a little bit more lucrative than, uh, than most. Uh, what are you guys' opinions? Yeah, it's, uh, it's just one of those things like, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's, as you kind of touched on the fact that, you know, the current administration has been trying to push to like, you know, disincentivize um, these organizations from doing what they're doing by, you know, preventing the the companies from paying the ransom. I mean, if we can kind of like, if nobody paid a ransom, you would have to imagine that they would eventually uh, stop uh, or wouldn't be as maybe it, maybe, maybe it would still happen, but wouldn't definitely wouldn't be as um, advantageous for them to actually to go about trying to hack these companies because they know, Hey, we're not getting anything out of it. May, we may disrupt the service and may get like a put our name out there or something like that. Like, hey, we got this this cool gear, you know, um, we got this cool software that we can we can ter- we, we can take down the the pipeline and we can take down whatever next like big big uh, business big company. Uh, but uh, if we can prevent them from getting paid, it's definitely not going to be as lucrative for them and be less incentivized to to try to try to destroy these uh, organizations. But I can understand from being like a business owner, if I was owning a business and I'm, I'm rolling in like, you know, I'm making millions and millions of dollars each day. And if my services are down for X amount of time, even for a couple hours, I lose millions of dollars when I can just pay them, you know, uh, you know, 
a portion of that means of dollars that I would make at, uh, during that period of time. Obviously, you're going to be like, oh, okay, I'll just pay it real quick just to get it out of the way so I can get my money back. Uh, but at the same time, like you said, it's kind of like a short-term gain overall for our own for our, for our own infrastructure, for our own society as far as uh, running our businesses. And um, just like we talked about before, like, you know, you don't, you don't um, what's the word? Uh, you don't negotiate with terrorists. You don't like, you know, yeah. appease to their, their, their demands because they're just going to keep doing it and try to continue uh, using that as a means to to uh, to acquire monies out of you or acquire whatever uh, their goals are, uh, so I, I think it's uh, it's it's like a it's it's kind of sad to see because now this one's even like more you know more money was given by the JBS group than it was for the Colonial Pipeline, but it's just they the these hackers are going to try to find the next big thing that people are like very um, very dependent on, and they're going to use that as a, a way to gouge them out of money if they know it's going to be a big you know, big hit on that corporation. So it's like a, a little give and take, but um, generally speaking, I'm, I'm with you, Ryan. I feel like, hey, we should just try to not pay these guy, pay these groups and, you know, let them let them do the thing. And then we which recover if the, if the company goes down for a bit, they lose some money, then, hey, so be it. They're going to, you know, these businesses are, are pretty well established and they're going to be able to make those make that money back. Maybe some people will be out for a little bit, like, you know, with the colonial pipeline, maybe the oil won't be processed as quickly, but, you know, uh, it will be back. And it was, you know, I, I think, I think when I read that one too, that they ended up using backups anyway, because um, they tried to use the recovery key that they had sent them, but uh, it was too slow. So they ended up using the backup. So it's like, it, it, they pay, almost paid it for nothing anyway. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, you know, that's, that's, I guess it is what it is, but you have some thoughts on it as well, Shannon. So, so I, so I do. And, and I'm a little bit different from you guys. Right. So I agree the 11 million is just a drop in the bucket for them, right? Like I, I know with the amount of business that they do, like I know they're making billions and billions of dollars a year, but how much would it have cost them to do an analysis of their network to figure out where this problem was, right? Because, okay, so you were already, you already had some type of plan to where you had backups. Because to me, the way I think about this, backups could fix this problem for every company, right? If you're doing backups properly, okay, you may lose a week's worth of work. I'd say six days worth of work or, or, or orders or whatever it may, it may be, right? If you're doing them properly. Um, if they come to you and say, okay, we got your information or we got and we did this, we're like, okay, well, I'm just gonna trash you know, the hard drives for this and here's the new ones and we're, we're gonna change some stuff up and be good to go, right? They were already doing that. They were already on their way back up. So they paid the 11 million in hopes of not being hit again but you've already established yourself as a soft target when you do that, right? Because right. what's to say what's to say they didn't just say, okay, we brought everything back up and we still have that same vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You should have brought a pin team in there or done something, right? To say, hey, here's where your vulnerabilities lie. This is where you're soft. This is what you need to fix. This is how they got in. And it wouldn't have cost you $11 million, right? Even, even getting rid of equipment that may be compromised, you know what I mean? I don't think it's going to cost you $11 million. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And by equipment, I'm talking about it, it, it's it's probably hard drives, right? You know what I mean? Like you don't have right. to get rid of a whole server itself, right? Buy a new server or whatever it may be. Get rid of the hard drives and then and then go forward. So for me, I'm kind of like, if you were already coming up, it would have benefited you. There would have been a company out there that would have come to you in a day and, and done this and done an evaluation to say, this is where you were soft. This is what you need to fix, right? Mm-hmm. And on the high end, on the high end, let's say you pay them a million dollars, right? 
You know what I mean? So you've saved $10 million now. So not only is it, not only is it that you've saved $10 million, now the investors in your company, because JBS is on the stock market, I'm, I'm fairly certain. Um, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So, so now, now all, of, now everybody that you're, that's, uh, that has confidence in your company is like, okay, I like that. You know what I mean? You guys took the approach where you saved this money, you hardened up your security. Okay, let's, uh, I think you're worth more than what you are now. Let's dump some money into this, make your stock price go up. So mm-hmm. I, that's where I feel a little bit different. Like, I, and again, I, Ryan, I'm with you, man. It's a drop in the bucket, but it, I, I, it's only a matter of time before they probably get hit again. And they'll be like, well, it was 11 last time. This right. time the number's, the number's 15. You know what right. I mean? Like, right, right. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Right. Now you're twenty six million dollars deep. So, I think right. they should. I think they should have went the route of, um, and and colonial the same way, right? And again, I realize you don't mess with American oil, right? Like you don't do mm. that. But like, if you're already back up, like take take the hit on it being a little bit slower to where you don't make yourself a target in the future. Play the long game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Because I, I, at the end of the day, like, uh, said, they're setting a, a precedent that. Like, what if this becomes part of the business continuity plan from here on out? Like, companies have to be like, okay, we can factor in uh, if we get hit, uh, we could be back up in the day if we pay them, you know, I mean, whatever figure it is. Like, is are you going to build that into your your continuity plan? Like, is mm-hmm. that is that the the route we're going to go? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I, again, I, I can see like over in the the UK, they can make that uh, very staunch, uh, uh, lit- uh, not litigation, but. Um, or uh, what am I looking for? Legislation to say you no one will pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, here in the states, we're a capitalist society, right? So it's kind of like, mm, can I really force a company to not pay this and then hurt their bottom line? That's mm-hmm. a good question. I don't know. Um, it looked it looked as though that was the way they're going to go. However, now it just seems like they're like, mm, how how far can we how how far can we draw the line over private company uh, and legislate in that way? So. It may never happen. I, I, I would hope it would be international law is what I would hope. Uh, right. or, or no one's paying the ransom. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I, you would have to put in some kind of provisions where you can prop that company back up. So then is that company, uh, you know, a private owned company at that point with uh, whomever's money inside of it? You know when it'll hurt? When the consumers start paying more money, then all of a sudden they'll wish they started doing it. That's when mm-hmm. it'll hurt. When the companies start passing that cost on to us, you know what I mean? When they're like, okay, well, we're yeah. going to raise prices 10% so that we can do this and get up faster. There's going to mm-hmm. come, there's going to come a breaking point, right? Where the consumer's like, I don't want to pay that. I don't want to pay. I'm already paying you to secure your network, right? Like I'm, mm-hmm. what I pay to right. you is what you should be doing it with yeah. already. Um, that's when it'll change. And all of a sudden right. people will be like, well, why am I spending so much more? Well, we can't, t- we can't tell these companies, you know what I mean? To, to, to do whatever, you know, all of a sudden, the freedom and the, and, and the, and the capitalist views don't mean so much. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think also, like you mentioned earlier, I think as, as the cost of the, the ransomware gets increases over time, especially if they feel like, you know, they, they have an idea as far as how much people are willing to pay and, you know, they're going to go a step above that and kind of like push the, push the, the envelope and see like, Hey, what's the, what's the maximum I can get out of this company? Uh, Cause Obviously, you know, they know now that, oh, uh, Colonial Pipeline is, you know, very uh, essential. Um, they know this and that is essential. The meat, part, meat product uh, is, uh, uh, is essential. They can find the next thing uh, down the list and just see how much they can, they can gorge out of them, how much money they can, they can pull. So I think that'd be also maybe another breaking point as well as these companies start getting, uh, you know, getting 
attacked, especially if they get, you know, attacked multiple times over the course of, you know, however many, you know, however period of time, um, they're going to start realizing that, hey, man, this is not, it's not worth it for us to pay this money. We keep getting hacked. We keep getting, they keep getting more and more money out of us. And like you said, they pass the, pass the cost onto the customer. Customers are starting to get frustrated and starting to pay more to start use a product less. So even if there's a company that maybe it's more so like a company where they, they, they maintain other people's data, like, uh, you know, even like a banking account or some other stuff like that. Uh, and they have social security numbers and all of a sudden they're getting hacked and people are like, I don't trust that company anymore. I'm not sending them my business. I'm moving on to the next one. Um, I'm gonna keep it all offline. I'm gonna go off the grid and I'm gonna put everything underneath my mattress and all this kind of stuff. So uh, <laughs> that's the kind of thing you gotta look out for. It's the public trust, yeah. right? The yeah. public trust can, can sink you. Right. You lose it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very true. So uh, a pretty interesting week. Hopefully next week is a little bit, uh, I hope either it continues to stay this route, except for JBL. We, we described them. Everybody else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's to continue this trend of uh, the, the DOJ uh, beating up hackers and uh, 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 arresting uh, criminals and stopping murders and things, things of that nature. Like uh, JBL was a little bit of a setback. Uh, however, I think uh, in light of all of this good positive news, you've seen that uh, they're recovering money and things of that nature. Uh, perhaps the ransomware gangs will uh, die down a little bit. Uh, give us a lull so we can start talking about anything else. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's like Ocean's 14. Like it just keeps getting right. larger and larger. So yeah. hopefully we, we will dial it back over the next few weeks uh, as uh, the Department of Justice uh, starts to, to really bust heads out there. Uh, but continue to tune in. Uh, listen to us, please. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Uh, again, uh, this week we discussed uh, the, the DOJ taking down websites, uh, the FBI with international partners uh, cracking down on crime uh, through uh, burner phones with, uh, 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 I can't really say hacked hacked apps. It was, it was designed to catch them. <laughs> right. Um, and then uh, our discussion on uh, just the two, two sides of the coin. You have the colonial pipeline and how that money is recovered and JBL and how that money may never be recovered. Uh, but both instances, the companies paid the ransom, right? And that's what we don't want. We don't want to see that anymore, uh, if possible. So uh, continue to tune in. Uh, hit us up on the website, www.theothersideofthefirewall.com, where you get to our social medias. You can hit me up personally, ask me a question uh, for Ask a CISP. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. I am on Clubhouse, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, and IG. And LeVon? You can hit me up on the Twitters at LeVon Manning. There it is. Have a good week. Tune in tomorrow where we talk about everything not cybersecurity related. So it's always a good time. Stay safe. Stay secure. Take care. Thank you.